0: Ready, set, go. Two weeks into 2024, and the Tournaments Movement is already shaking state capitals. Hi, I'm Philip Lumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Tournaments Movement. This is episode 230, published on January 15th, 2024. Your sanctuary from partisan politics. Yes, the Tournaments Convention resolution has already been filed for the 2024 legislative sessions in Maine. South Carolina, Alaska, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, Kansas, New Hampshire, and Pennsylvania. And in South Dakota, Louisiana, and Utah, we're getting ready to file as soon as the legislative sessions start. But get this, the Florida House, on the very first day of the 2024 session, just last week, passed the Turn Limits Convention Resolution. Yes, that's right. But, wasn't Florida the very first state to pass the Tournament's Convention Amendment a few years ago? Yes, it was. Then why pass the Tournament's Convention Resolution again in 2024? Well, why not? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Florida should pass the Tournament's Resolution every year. But seriously, there is a good reason to pass it yet again. The new version of the resolution cleans up some language so that it'll conform more exactly ...to the model legislation that's being passed by the states that passed it after Florida. To aggregate all the calls under Article 5, they need to be substantially similar, and they are. We believe the original version that Florida passed is fully serviceable, but, you know, the new version is pristine and absolutely unassailable. And you can't be too careful. We're going to run to tremendous opposition to this when we start getting close to the requisite two-thirds of the Congress needed to call the convention... Of course, there's another reason, too. You may have seen the video of Governor Ron DeSantis promising to use his bully pulpit as president to advocate the Turn Limits Convention in every state. Well, he's making a down payment on that promise in his own state. Thank you, Governor. Let's encourage the Florida Senate to follow the House's lead. The first committee vote is already scheduled. So, if you live in Florida, go to turnlimits.com slash action and find the Florida Take Action button press it. There, you can send a quick message to the relevant decision-makers in the Senate to encourage support for the resolution. Hurry, the first Senate committee hearing is on Tuesday this week. But there's more homework this week than just for Floridians. If you live in any of the states I mentioned above that have or will have the Turn Limits Convention resolutions filed, get on over to turnlimitscom slash take action and, well, take action. The Term Limits Convention Resolution already has its first committee hearing in Indiana scheduled as well. So, if you live in Indiana, you know what to do. Ditto for the Maine Senate. Ditto for the Alaska House. Termlimits.com slash take action. The most groundwork has been laid in Tennessee. And I mentioned in the last episode that we expect early action in that state. The Term Limits Convention has already passed the Tennessee House in 2023. And this victory carries over into 2024. So we only need to pass the Tennessee Senate to make Tennessee win number seven. And guess what? The first Senate committee hearing has also been scheduled. What momentum we have right now. I guess it shouldn't be too surprising, you know, given the record high polling for term limits we saw last year and the short circuiting of aged politicians forgetting their lines and the first House committee vote on term limits in a generation. One less obvious reason is our pledge program. You could call the pledge program the Turn Limits Movement's secret weapon. Our team works diligently in collecting pledges from state legislators to co-sponsor and vote for the Turn Limits Convention Resolutions. When we hit a critical mass of pledge signers in a state, we know that that state is ripe for a Turn Limits Convention Resolution effort. By the way, we have a new tool for activists who want to help with the pledge program. Added to the TurnLimits.com website, is a searchable, sortable, filterable list of the members of the state legislatures who have signed the U.S. Tournament's Pledge and will co-sponsor, vote for, and defend the resolution applying for an Article 5 convention for the sole purpose of enacting tournaments on Congress. There, you'll find all 967 signers listed. Yes, 967 State House and Senate members have signed that state pledge. Is your local representative or senator listed? Thank him. Or, if they're not, ask them to sign the pledge. You can find all our pledges at termlimits.com pledge. They know about it already. Or post about it. Feel free to share the link. You can find the state-level pledge signers list that I'm talking about at termlimits.com under the Article 5 pull-down menu. These pledges work. Yes, once in a while, a politician will sign the pledge during the campaign and then try to weasel out of it after they get elected. But that's when our education team goes to work. You might say this is another one of our secret weapons. You know, in a recent episode, we told the story of U.S. Representative Tony Gonzalez of San Antonio, Texas, who signed the congressional pledge we present to all U.S. Congress members and candidates. U.S. Tournament sponsored a series of billboards in both Spanish and English in his district, letting constituents know that he was apparently breaking his promise to get on House Joint Resolution 11, that is the U.S. Tournaments Amendment Bill. Since then, he's changed his mind and became one of the 103 co-sponsors of the bill. The billboards are coming down. Welcome aboard, Tony. No hard feelings. Next. On December 21st, a federal jury convicted former Chicago alderman and turn limits opponent, Ed Burke, on 13 to 14 counts of corruption. After seeing evidence that the longest serving city council member in Chicago history, 54 years, used his political position to win private law business from developers. Sentencing is scheduled for June 19. We've been following this story since day one. Here's an oldie but a goodie corruption segment from 2020. Corruption. On January 2nd, 2019, The FBI lodged a 37-page criminal complaint against Edward Burke, a 50-year incumbent on Chicago City Council. Since 1983, he has chaired the city's powerful finance committee. And during that time, he has apparently also been using his position to shake down individuals and companies for money. For much of 2017, federal agents followed him around and recorded his phone calls and eventually raided his office. The FBI says that Burke insisted that a chain of fast food restaurants, including a Burger King, hire his law firm, Clafter & Burke, to handle their tax affairs in Illinois. Burger King didn't need a new tax firm, so they settled on a $10,000 donation. The FBI also says that Burke withheld a city permit from a restaurant owner who wanted to renovate until the businessman wrote, Burke, a big check, etc., 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 That this case should arise in Chicago is hardly surprising, as a University of Illinois study from 2018 called Chicago, quote, the most corrupt city in the U.S. Its author, political science professor Dick Simpson, estimated that there have been 200 council members, or aldermen, as Chicagoans call them, since 1969 when Burke first got elected. Of them, 33 have been arrested for corruption, including extortion, bribery, and fraud. A survey in 2016 found that more than 90% of Chicago business leaders observe cronyism in city government. Of the 10 largest cities in America, Chicago is also the only one without term limits on its city council or its mayor. Term limits discourage corruption, as corruption is highly correlated with tenure and power, as long tenure breeds both arrogance and provides opportunity. Tournaments also encourage transparency, as the critical institutional knowledge is not bottled up amongst a team of entrenched incumbents. Instead, you have a regular stream of ex council members constantly being created who have intimate knowledge of the system. Meanwhile, new members come in and review the system with fresh perspectives. Voters know all this, and in 2018, about 60% of voters told pollsters they supported tournaments for the Chicago Council. In 2018, there was a serious attempt to put mayoral tournaments on the Chicago ballot. Led by former Democratic Governor Pat Quinn, the requisite signatures were collected and the measure was okayed for the ballot. However, under state law, only three ballot questions can appear on the city ballot in one election. The Chicago City Council promptly approved additional advisory questions for which zero signatures have been collected so that the tournaments measure would be crowded out. One non binding question read quote, Should the city of Chicago ban the use of plastic straws within corporate limits? Governor Quinn called this a sabotage tactic. It's also fair to call it corrupt. Ooh, guess who sponsored the measure to boot tournaments off the ballot? Alderman Ed. Lastly, mark your calendar. February 27th is Turn Limits Day. On February 27th, 1951, the 22nd Amendment was added to the U.S. Constitution, imposing eight-year turn limits on the U.S. President. Today, this day is celebrated by showing public support for turn limits on all levels of government, particularly Congress. How are you going to show your colors on February 27th this year? It's time to start thinking about it. We'll be sharing some ideas in the upcoming episodes. In the meantime, you might want to grab some conspicuous merchandise at termlimits.com slash store. Save the date. Term Limits Day is February 27th. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Uncertain Terms the Turn Limits Convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the Turn Limits movement. To check on the status of the Turn Limits Convention resolution in your state, go to turnlimits.com take action There, you will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a take action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's turnlimits.com slash action. If your state has already passed the Turn Limits Convention Resolution or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help. Please consider making a contribution to U.S. Term Limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate. termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. Find us on most social media at U.S. Term Limits. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and now LinkedIn. U-S-T-L.